107, Michael and Maddie. It is Friday morning, January 19th, 2024. Pete Buttigieg is 42 years old today. Happy birthday to Katie Seagal. She played Al Bundy's wife in Married with Children, and she's in Sons of Anarchy. She turns 70 today. In 1955, a presidential news conference was filmed for TV and newsreels for the first time with the permission of President Dwight Eisenhower. Eight years ago, the NFL confirmed it was investigating whether the New England Patriots deflated footballs that were used in the AFC Championship game over the Colts. After an investigation, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady suspended for four games of the upcoming regular season for his role in that controversy, but they had the sanction overturned by a federal court. And 22 years ago tonight, the Patriots beat the Raiders in a wild playoff game. Lost the football. It's on the ground. Covered by the Raiders. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie and Ceci Del Carmen calling for some snow uh, later this morning. Going to start late morning and go into the afternoon. About one to three inches expected. Bringing your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on the Michael and Maddie Show. Guess who's coming back to television? Superstar Selena Gomez is teaming up again with David Henry to return to Wizard of Waverly Place. Disney announced the pair, who starred as siblings in the original Disney Channel series, are reuniting for a sequel. Gomez will surprise reprise rather her character Alex Russo as a guest star in the pilot while Henry will play Justin Russo as a series regular. The sequel will chronicle the aftermath of a mysterious incident at WizTech where an adult Justin Russo has left his wizard powers behind opting for a normal human life with his wife and two sons but he gets a surprise when a powerful young wizard in need of training shows up at his door and Justin must embrace his past to ensure the future of the wizarding world. Whoa. I'm excited that she's returning. That's cool. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And I know that uh, she was recently interviewed and asked if she would ever return to acting. And she said, I would return to acting before I recorded music. So I guess she's returning to acting. Yeah, yeah. I, it, She made it seem like she doesn't really want to record... She said she has one more album in her, is what she said. So maybe she's going to pair it with this show. That'd hmm. be kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, I think she's kind of done. She's striking me as a Justin uh, Justin Bieber lately with uh, just like a lot of like mental health updates and quitting social media a lot, not really going out in the public anymore. You know what? It's kind of like cashing out your chips at the casino before you lose it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm good. I had a good run. Good night, yeah. everybody. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I don't want to go crazy. I'll see you guys later, <laughs> you know. Uh, but her dating Betty Blanco was definitely not on my 2024 bingo card. That uh, was definitely not uh, something I predicted. So strange. Uh, they seem super happy, though. So good for her. So she'll be back in the spotlight once again. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place will be able to be streamed on Disney+. Plus. This was after my Disney years. Did your kids watch this? Yeah, big time. Yeah, this was way after mine. So I'm more familiar with the show than I want to admit. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. So Rob Lowe has some regrets for a less than marvelous text mishap. And I think this is so relatable to so many of us. 
It's just a matter of we don't have A-listers in our contact list, you know? So he... Wait, Meg, I'm on your contact list, right? <laughs> okay, all right. A-lister, okay. No, I see you. So Robert Downey Jr. won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. And Robert Downey Jr. and Rob Lowe are very close friends. So he went to go congratulate his friend, and it didn't go as planned. Downey uh, does his amazing acceptance speech at the Golden Globes. Yeah. And I'm so excited for him, so I, I text him. So glad you won. That is the most beautiful acceptance speech I have heard in a long time. Boy, do you deserve it. I hit it, and I realized, oh, I just sent that to Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, oh, I got to make it better. And I said, no, no, I meant that for Robert Downey Jr. I went, no, that's even worse. <laughs> I inputted the wrong numbers under the wrong names. All right, well, did you make it up? Did you send Robert a text? And uh, did No, I did it again. I mistakenly sent another one. To who? Bradley! Oh, Bradley again. <laughs> Poor Bradley. Oh, that's so sad. And it's even worse because Bradley Cooper was up for a Golden Globe and he lost. Oh, man. So then to get that text from Rob Lowe, <laughs> congratulations, man. Oh, awkward. There, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of this, texting the wrong person about the wrong thing. Happens all the time. Like, you know, if you yeah. get more than one mark in your contact list, well, there goes the wrong mark. Have you ever had the situation, though, where you don't have a nice thing to say about somebody? Oh, boy. And you send it to that person. One time I did that. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, so terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be the worst feeling ever. I did it one time as well, and it is the worst feeling in the world. Like, oh, and there's no getting out of it either. And here's the worst part. If you have uh, an iPhone, Apple, right? And you got a MacBook, too. If you delete it on your phone, it does not delete from the MacBook. Really? Yes. That's messed up. Good pro tip. There you go. That is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just make sure you're texting the right person next time, Rob Lowe, okay? So two Madonna fans filed a federal lawsuit against the iconic performer. And uh, they're accusing her of showing up hours late at a show last month and needlessly inconveniencing concert goers. So fans Michael Fellows and Jonathan Hayden expressed themselves about the show. Expressed themselves. Yeah, ah. you see that? On uh, December 13th at Barclays Center, where she didn't take the Brooklyn stage until 10.45 p.m. And she did the same thing in Boston, right? Yep. So, unreal. Uh, the show was ticketed to start at 8.30. So for her to start at 10.45, that's a little ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure it was the same story for the Boston show. I'm sure it was the same story in many other stops. Um, and the kicker here, December 13th was a Wednesday night. So you think you're going to be enjoying the show at 8.30. You don't enjoy it until 10.45. You're not getting home until 2 in the morning. Yeah. It's just, it's not cool. Same thing with Boston. Boston, the, the two shows were Monday and Tuesday night. Yeah. So it's like... The tea's not even running when, when it was over. The plaintiff said, in addition, many ticket holders who attended concerts on a weeknight had to get up early to work, exactly, uh, or take care of their family's responsibilities the next day. The lawsuit lists Madonna uh, and various iterations of promoters at Live Nation and the Barclays Center as defendants. Barclays Center has nothing to do with I that. I know. Representatives, well, I don't know. What are they going to do? Make her go on. I mean, Threaten her, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. She played five shows in Boston, Toronto, and Detroit this month with her taking the stage very late. Um, 
set list recorded Madonna's start time at 10.50 on that December 13th night. The civil action did not name uh, a dollar amount that was sought by plaintiffs just yet, but... I mean, how do you come up with a dollar amount for something like that? It's just well, like, what are your damages? So you 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 know, I could mm. you could say that your damages were a the, hotel you, room if you couldn't get home, whatever you paid for the tickets. Yeah, how, how could you know? Maybe you couldn't get home by the way you right. got there with the tea, or you had to leave early because you had to le- make the train, that kind of stuff. You had God to call forbid, the next a plane day. ticket. Yeah. Um, but my music insiders say that when she when she like appears at the venue. She's ready to pay the fines. The, 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 oh, yeah. It's already done. Oh, I'm like, sure. She, she's I'm ready sure. to pay the fines. Like it's. I'm curious if she addresses the crowd about it. About it? I doubt like, it. Like, sorry, I'm late. Nah. No, wow. I'm, I'm Madonna. You wait. See, I don't like that at all. I don't care who you are. You you don't make me wait. <laughs> <laughs> More entertainment news on the Fun 107. Uh, Fun 107, Michael and Maddie Friday morning. And Ceci is calling for a couple of inches of snow today. Not supposed to start until late this morning, and the accumulation is going to be kind of slow, so not a whole ton of it, but one to three inches total right along the coastline. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Carr. Which movie should the South Coast see, and what should we skip this weekend? Here's Kevin Carr's movie review on The Michael and Maddie Show. Good morning. The first movie I want to talk about is the only big wide release we have this week, and that is ISS. Hey, guys. Wait a minute, what the what? hell is going on down there? Oh, whoa. We gotta get up now, guys. Let's get out. Oh, my God. You sent to you read. War has broken out below. And we were told to take the ISS by any means necessary. This is a science fiction thriller. It takes place on the International Space Station, which is what ISS stands for. And it stars Ariana DeBose as an astronaut who goes up there to do scientific research. And while she's up there, there's uh, her and a couple other astronauts and a couple other cosmonauts. Uh, And while they're in the space station, a war breaks out on Earth and both sides tell their people to secure the ISS by any means necessary, putting them kind of in the middle of everything for keeping control of this asset. I'm a huge sucker for a, a movie that, that takes place on the space station or somewhere in space and people are trapped. You know, There's even movies that are terrible that I kind of like in that respect. Uh, so I'm a little easier mark for this one. It does have some interesting concepts because you don't know anything about what happened back on Earth and you know, these people are trying to figure out even if the, their family's alive uh, because they can see explosions all the way down on the planet. So it's an interesting framing device and it does have some interesting kind of what would you do concepts to it. Uh, the one of the problems with it is at times it, it it holds back too much by making it such a mystery about not knowing anything that's going on on planet Earth. It almost feels like it's deliberately underwritten, and I can appreciate that for the limited location that it takes place in. Uh, but I I think it really needed to have a little bit more to it. Which is unfortunate because, like I said, I really kind of like these kind of movies. All right, so ISS, does it rock or not? Still, I'm going to have to say that I, I did enjoy it for what it was, so I'm going to give it a kind of rocks. And another one out there this weekend. The next movie I want to talk about is Founder's Day. A town festival with a mass killer running around. Whoever it is, is just getting showy. That's how these guys start to trip up. I know there's a lot of speculation. I know there's a lot of rumors. 
rumors going around. What happened that night? Let's all stay close to home. Don't let your children out. Stay safe. This is a homage to the 80s slasher movies, of which there were dozens that came out, especially in the early 80s, like post-Halloween, post-Friday the 13th. It takes place in a small town that has a Founders Day festival every November, and there's also a local election for the mayor at the same time, and suddenly this mass killer wearing this white-wigged founding father's mask is killing people with a giant gavel. Uh, So it plays on all the tropes of a slasher movie, and it does a great job paying homage to it because I love those 80s slasher movies, and I think they do a really good job. Actually, even better in terms of of mimicking the slasher movies than than the movie Thanksgiving had last November. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 I, I, the, these movies are relatively simple to put together, and, and it follows the tropes, but it also makes some twists and turns. It, it plays around with the genre, and it plays around with convention, and I can appreciate that. So the people who make this movie certainly have a love for slasher movies, and so that's what kind of makes this one work the best. Okay, so Founders Day. How do we feel, rock or not? I'm going to say that Founders Day rocks, especially for horror fans. All right, Kevin Carr, have a great weekend, man. Thank you. All right, have a good weekend. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie and Usher right there. I'm thinking about this whole Madonna thing with the lawsuit. I don't know how that could possibly work. I just don't. Like, I mean, if, if that ever did go through and those, those fans were successful with the lawsuit against Madonna for performing late... It would I mean, really. It's not just like it's not just tardy. It is late, like late, late. Like I'm about to leave before you even come on late. So what's the difference between that and because has there ever been a band in the history of music that's gone and taken the stage on time? Like the, everybody knows the ticket time is not the time. You know what I mean? I don't know. Even bands took like a half hour. When I went 45. to Doja Cat. On the dot, it started. And, and I've noticed that a few times. Usually those shows start at nine. Yeah. The ticket, the ticket thing doesn't say nine. It's like seven or something, right? Uh, it says eight, but she had an opener. Yeah. Well, okay. So, Fair. Ticket price, uh, ticket time is always an opener. It's never It's never the, the grand, uh, whoever you're going to go see. The headliner. Headliner. I just I can't, I couldn't imagine that actually being a thing. Well, it's, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'm seeing lawyers like sponsored ads of did you attend the Madonna concert and she didn't she uh went on late you might be liable for money <laughs> you may be <laughs> wow this is like the Camp Lejeune like of, uh, mesothelioma <laughs> all over again unreal unreal so you may I mean, be entitled to some damages but I mean that tells me that like there's a case there there probably is wild that's funny I mean yeah. that's that's I feel, I feel for Madonna. What she's doing is bad. Hang on, hang on a minute. Hang on. I feel like, because maybe in her her brain, this is kind of like part of her act in a sense. I know, because she's a diva. You know, that's what she want to do. She wasn't looking for a lawsuit. I think you're right in that in the, if this is part of the act. I agree with that. I think you're right in the money with that. I think that she... But she is She wrong, got exactly what, what she wanted because yes. I think that she... Wanted people talking about her. Otherwise, just saying, relatively irrelevant tour, right? I mean, she's she's well, old. She you know is. what I mean? Like yeah. She is. I mean, and so, so for her to still be discussed like this, doing a tour at 65, I think that's what she was going for, and she got it. I think she just has I don't care type of money. 
So she literally does not care. Yeah. You're going to take me to court? Okay. Don't care. What What do you want? I'll give it to you. It's probably in my pocket right now. Like, <laughs> she has don't care money. So it's just like. I love how polite you're being about that because the real term is even better. <laughs> <laughs> it is 6.53. 90 second news update when Phil Devitt is in the Chartoak Tavern newsroom. A head-on collision in Swansea Thursday night is expected to result in drunk driving charges for a 53-year-old man. The crash happened on Route 118 near the mall. The early investigation shows one of the vehicles was driving on the wrong side of the road. The driver of the other vehicle, a 20-year-old, suffered serious injuries. His vehicle apparently was on fire. New Bedford will be among the first school districts to actively use electric buses. The city has won a pair of federal grants to assist in the purchase of 24 of those buses which will make up about half of the district's fleet. Jeffrey Tatro is the transportation director for the schools. He says the buses should be ready for use in the 2024-25 school year. The district is already preparing for the buses' needs, including charging stations. The funds come through the Accelerating Clean Transportation School Bus Program. New Bedford and Fall River will each receive about $14 million in ACT funds. A Rhode Island man has been sentenced to 16 to 18 years behind bars for a stabbing in Fall River. The Bristol County District Attorney's Office says 27-year-old Chance Costa of Tiverton pled guilty to armed assault with intent to murder, aggravated assault, and related charges. Costa admitted to attacking and stabbing a man 23 times in September of 2021 after Costa saw him with a woman he'd once had a relationship with. The victim reportedly suffered permanent injuries in the assault. An Illinois man is suing more than two dozen people, Facebook, and other social media platforms for things women have said about him in private groups. Nikki D'Ambrosio of Chicago is suing 27 women and one man for what he says are false and defamatory statements shared about him in a group called Are We Dating the Same Guy? In the group, D'Ambrosio has been described as unremarkable, clingy, and psycho. He wants $75,000 and for the woman to stop posting in the group. And here's something nice to think about before your head hits the pillow again. Sleeping with wet hair can lead to fungal infection and unhealthy hair. According to researchers in the UK, there can be up to 16 different types of fungal species found on your pillow. The best time to wash your hair, according to research, is in the morning. But if you're committed to washing your hair before bed, experts recommend drying it or using a silk pillow to help curb chances of fungal infection. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Colorado Avalanche last night 5-2. Next up, the Montreal Canadiens Saturday night. And the Boston Celtics are home to play the Denver Nuggets. That's tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oaks Ever Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie, and that is Lose Control. That's Is that your favorite song right now? Absolutely. Yeah? A thousand percent. Teddy Swims. It's been a, it's been a, around for a while, thanks to like you know TikTok and stuff. But once I heard this song, I took a deep dive into his other songs. I am a huge fan. And why don't you share your bold prediction? Thousand percent. Justin Timberlake definitely coming out with an album this year. I, mean, I can feel it. I can taste it. <laughs> and I guarantee you, if that happens, Teddy Swims is on that album. This is bold stuff. Two I, bold I, predictions. I just I I said what I said. All right. I said what I said. So, Gazelle, you've got uh, a pretty oh. fun story to share oh, sorry. here. Hang on, let me let me cue up the uh, the uh, little uh, button here. Buttons, <laughs> buttons, 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 buttons. Okay. Go, sorry, go, it's Friday. Go, go, is it time to do birthdays? Go, 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 go. I love this story. So, I've had on and off a uh, 
love-hate relationship with 50 Cent. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because a while back, 50 Cent was kind of a bully. Remember that? No, the allegations? I do not remember that. Yeah, this was about six to seven years ago. 50 Cent was kind of a bully. I guess as he gets older, he gets wiser or whatnot. But hey, performing at 48 years old, good for him. Still performing the same hits on and off again. See, I've always liked 50 Cent because he invited us and listeners yeah. to his Connecticut mansion. Yeah. What? That he bought from Mike Tyson. What? That's awesome. Fifty rooms in this in this mansion, and then is that why he bought it? I guess so. And then down in the basement, he had this club, like a nightclub, <laughs> and then he had a party in that nightclub. So I've always kind of like liked Fifty for that, for including us in that. That's really cool. So last Friday, it's been, it's been a week now. Last Friday night. He was actually at Foxwoods at uh, Club Shrine. Shrine. Yeah. Right? Doing his thing, performing. I thought that he just showed up. Like, you know how celebrities just show up or whatnot? But this was actually a ticketed event where he was selling tickets to it. I didn't even know he was on tour. Did you know that? Because no. I didn't. Yeah, he was on tour. Um, and one of his stops was at Shrine. I think for his kind of music, for his scene, Shrine is a perfect place for it. You know what I mean? The people who go in there... You're going to know every single one of his songs. Yes, he hit every single one of his, you know, in the club, candy shop, you know, just a little bit. He Disco did Inferno. Disco. I love Disco Inferno. So there was a, a New Bedford girl, uh, Haley, who ended up buying three tickets. She decided to bring her mother. I love that. All right. So she brings her mom, have a, a mommy-daughter kind of night out, and uh, but they have one more ticket. So they decide to bring... Their lash tech. So I guess that's a thing now. Like, I don't know. I've seen so many stories of lash techs getting invited to everywhere. <laughs> Maybe it's time to well, be you gotta a lash take, tech. You got to take care of your lash tech. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You gotta, if you want to get in there and when you have an emergency, kind of the way you take care. You, out of anybody, should know. You take care of your barber like uh, crazy. I do. I do. Well, she takes care of me because without that charisma, there's no <laughs> gazelle. All right? So anyway, so you got three ladies out in the town. We got Ariana. We have Renee, and then we have Haley. Girls' and night out. Girls' night out. They go in. They get great, great, like, front row, and they're watching him. And the entire time they're watching him, 50's looking down. 50 likes what he sees. 50, this just got so creepy. Oh, whatever. So 50 ends the show, and he gets off the stage, and he goes over to the lash tech and says, hey, hey, girl, come backstage. So she does. She goes back or over to the side, wherever backstage is. And the lash girl says, you know what, 50, if it wasn't for my clients, my good friends, I wouldn't be here without them. So he says, more the merrier. Bring them over. So first of all, before you go any further, what a great commercial for this lash tech's place. Like, these lashes yeah. got the attention of 50 Cent. You got that right. <laughs> Facts. What a perfect so uh, good. sales pitch yeah. right there. It's like bombshell lashes. Right? <laughs> yeah. So she has some bombshell lashes, right? Sure. So they're over there. They're in the VIP. They're hanging out. 50's giving them some really nice Ace of Spades bubbly, if you know what I'm talking about. And um, they're just conversating, having good conversation. And I love that because remember Waka Flocka Flame? Remember that story with the two yeah, with New the, Bedford girls? The waffles? Yeah. All they wanted was conversation. And I respect that. I really, really do. So they do that. But what blows my mind, here's, here's the, the last part, is they then get invited to the after party. All three women. In are, the hotel lobby? Yeah. Yep. They're happily married or happily taken. And they respectfully declined. And he was like, you know what? 
That's cool, ladies. Love you all. Thank you for coming to the show. Have yourself a good night. Wait, he shot his shot and he got denied. Well, he did. He did. But, you know, again, they were just happy that he took the time out of that. I mean, that place packs hundreds of people. You know, they went over there, had nice conversations with 50. Who could say that? Yeah. And then they went on their merry way. Where I mean, are they from? Who can say that they've turned down 50 cents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet. That's true, too. Power moves only. Right? From uh, Two from New Bedford, one from Fall River. So, you know, just a, just a couple local gals. Do, we, do we know the name of this Lash place? Because this is this is really what it all hinges this on. This is really the story here. Yeah. The lash is Bombshell Lashes. Bombshell Lashes. Yeah. Out of? Out of New Bedford. They're over on Nash Road. There you go. So, ladies, if you're looking to get those lashes for this weekend... <laughs> Just saying. You might be ended up in the club. <laughs> 7.55. Phil Devitt is in the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom with this morning's headlines. A head-on crash in Swansea injures two. The crash happened last night on Route 118 near the Swansea Mall. Police say one of the vehicles was believed to be driving on the wrong side of the road. A 20-year-old man's car caught fire and he was hospitalized with serious injuries. A 53-year-old man is in police custody and will likely be charged with drunk driving. New Bedford and Fall River are closer to getting electric school buses. They're each getting about $14 million in funding through the Accelerating Clean Transportation School Bus Program. In New Bedford, those electric buses will make up about half the fleet. The district says they should be ready to roll in the next school year. The Massachusetts Senate has passed a bill that would ban the declawing of cats and other similar procedures. The measure would allow for cats to be declawed only when deemed medically necessary by a veterinarian. In most cases, cat owners seek to have their pets declawed to reduce damage to furniture. The bill now moves to the House for further consideration. The lone landfill on Cape Cod is set to undergo a planned expansion, which is said to be the largest of its kind in Massachusetts history. The 115-acre site in Bourne will see new administrative offices and a garage area added to current recycling operations, along with more space for disposal. Officials are awaiting the results of a feasibility study and cost estimates, which will go before the public at the May town meeting. The state will delay the deadline for the next round of offshore wind projects for almost two months. The Department of Energy Resources has extended the deadline from the end of this month to March 27th. An NPR station in Boston reports it's to allow for possible guidance on federal tax credits for the projects. Congress is passing a stopgap funding bill to prevent a partial government shutdown. The bill is now on its way to the desk of President Biden. The short-term spending bill will keep the government funded through March. It marks the third stopgap bill since last September, as Congress has had difficulty agreeing on a full-year funding bill. And lip balm flavors inspired by a basket of chicken wings have already sold out. Burt's Bees announced that it teamed up with Hidden Valley Ranch to create a line of lip balms that features flavors of buffalo sauce, crunchy celery, fresh carrot, and Hidden Valley Ranch. If this sounds like an April Fool's joke, it was originally. It started after an April Fool's post in 2022. The limited edition pack of lip balms was launched on Wednesday. In sports, the Boston Bruins took out the Colorado Avalanche last night. The final score, 5-2. to two. Next up, a game with the Montreal Canadiens at TD Garden Saturday night. But first, the Celtics are home to play the Denver Nuggets tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And a little shout out to my high school wrestling coach, Manny Costa. Where's he from, New Bedford? He's not from New Bedford. Wow, shocking. I know, sounds like a guy. Manny, you know something, I never even put that together. Manny Costa.
Um, he was my wrestling coach when I was a senior in high school. And 34 years later, he has announced that he is going to be hanging it up and wow, retiring after 34, 34 years. years. Man, hey. What's really impressive is that for each of those 34 years that he was coaching at St. John's Prep Wrestling, every year he had at least one state champion. Wow, that's impressive. Were you the state champion? It was not oh. the state champion. <laughs> not even close. Like a rock, not one of them. Not one of them, no. <laughs> but um, he, when he was, it's funny because um, when you're a kid, like a, a senior in high school, I had no idea how young he was. He was like yeah, maybe that's fair. 21, 22 years old, like, but he was like an old guy. Yep. And what, what we didn't realize until later, he told us when really what he was doing that first year with us, he was just training for the Olympics. He was a judo. He was using you guys. He, yeah, he was. <laughs> he, uh, he competed in judo. And so he was um, like making us do stairs in the stadium and stuff like that. Like it was really just him doing it with us and, you know trying to make it happen but um but congratulations to him uh february 3rd will be his last meet all right yeah. well congratulations career that's awesome, man. career uh milestone right there that's awesome this is your your golden years uh, back in the day i don't know no i don't know i i my golden years is i think i'm living my golden years now it was his golden years maybe i mean if you have a person in the state championships all the time yeah, I don't. I just. Uh, I. I'm just so thankful. I wrestled. Is I that think, the only sport you did? Just, no, I did a million sports. Did football, baseball, you hockey. You don't talk about that. You only talk about wrestling. Well, because I went the furthest with wrestling. No. Do you still have the unitard? <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh God! And I still fit into it. You know what? Let's I'm, not. My high prove school that. singlet. It's called singlet. That's it. Next, next year. Uh, I was gonna say the next time we have a bet of yes! any kind. Yep. That is the punishment. That's it. Thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> you really want to see that? No, Not really. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, it's your funeral. Eight twenty-seven In the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom, Phil Devitt standing by with this morning's headlines. A head-on collision in Swansea Thursday night is expected to result in drunk driving charges for a 53-year-old man. The crash happened on Route 118 near the mall. The early investigation shows one of the vehicles was driving on the wrong side of the road. The driver of the other vehicle, a 20-year-old, suffered serious injuries. His vehicle apparently was on fire. New Bedford will be among the first school districts to actively use electric buses. The city has won a pair of federal grants to assist in the purchase of 24 of those buses which will make up about half of the district's fleet. Jeffrey Tatro is the transportation director for the schools. He says the buses should be ready for use in the 2024-25 school year. The district is already preparing for the buses' needs, including charging stations. The funds come through the Accelerating Clean Transportation School Bus Program. New Bedford and Fall River will each receive about $14 million in ACT funds. A Rhode Island man has been sentenced to 16 to 18 years behind bars for a stabbing in Fall River. The Bristol County District attorney's office says 27-year-old Chance Costa of Tiverton pled guilty to armed assault with intent to murder, aggravated assault, and related charges. Costa admitted to attacking and stabbing a man 23 times in September of 2021 after Costa saw him with a woman he'd once had a relationship with. The victim reportedly suffered permanent injuries in the assault. An Illinois man is suing more than two dozen people, Facebook, and other social media platforms for things women have said about him in private groups. Nikki D'Ambrosio 
of Chicago is suing 27 women and one man for what he says are false and defamatory statements shared about him in a group called Are We Dating the Same Guy? In the group, D'Ambrosio has been described as unremarkable, clingy, and psycho. He wants $75,000 and for the woman to stop posting in the group. And here's something nice to think about before your head hits the pillow again. Sleeping with wet hair can lead to fungal infection and unhealthy hair. According to researchers in the UK, there can be up to 16 different types of fungal species found on your pillow. The best time to wash your hair, according to research, is in the morning. But if you're committed to washing your hair before bed, experts recommend drying it or using a silk pillow to help curb chances of fungal infection. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Colorado Avalanche last night 5-2. Next up, the Montreal Canadiens Saturday night. And the Boston Celtics are home to play the Denver Nuggets. That's tonight at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oaks Ever Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Michael and Maddie, going to be a chilly day today. And highs right around that freezing mark. Going to see a little bit of snow later on this morning, says Sassy, about 1 to 3 inches along the coastline. Ladies and gentlemen... Kevin Carr. Which movie should the South Coast see? And what should we skip this weekend? Here's Kevin Carr's movie review on The Michael and Maddie Show. Good morning. The first movie I want to talk about is the only big wide release we have this week, and that is ISS. Hey, guys. Wait a minute. What the hell is going on down there? Oh, whoa. We gotta get up now, guys. Let's get out. Oh, my God. You sent you read. War has broken out below. And we were told to take the ISS by any means necessary. This is a science fiction thriller. It takes place on the International Space Station, which is what ISS stands for. And it stars Ariana DeBose as an astronaut who goes up there to do scientific research. And while she's up there, there's uh, her and a couple other astronauts and a couple other cosmonauts. Uh, and while they're in the space station, a war breaks out on Earth, and both sides tell their people to secure the ISS by any means necessary, putting them kind of in the middle of everything for keeping control of this asset. I'm a huge sucker for a, a movie that, that takes place on the space station or somewhere in space and people are trapped. You know, there are even movies that are terrible that I kind of like in that respect. Uh, so I'm a little easier mark for this one. It does have some interesting concepts because you don't know anything about what happened back on Earth. And you know, these people are trying to figure out even if the, their family's alive uh, because they can see explosions all the way down on the planet. So it's an interesting framing device. And it does have some interesting kind of what would you do concepts to it. Uh, the, one of the problems with it is at times it, it, it holds back too much by making it such a mystery about not knowing anything that's going on on planet Earth. It almost feels like it's deliberately underwritten. And I can appreciate that for the limited location that it takes place in. Uh, but I, I think it really needed to have a little bit more to it. Which is unfortunate because, like I said, I really kind of like these kind of movies. All right. So ISS, does it rock or not? Still, I'm going to have to say that I, I did enjoy it for what it was. So I'm going to give it a kind of rocks. And another one out there this weekend. The next movie I want to talk about is Founders Day. A town festival with a mass killer running around. Whoever it is, it's just getting showy. That's how these guys start to trip up. I know there's a lot of speculation. There's a 
lot of rumors going around. What happened that night? Let's all stay close to home. Don't let your children out. Stay safe. This is a homage to the 80s slasher movies, of which there were dozens that came out, especially in the early 80s, like post-Halloween, post-Friday the 13th. It takes place in a small town that has a Founders Day festival every November, and there's also a local election for the mayor at the same time, and suddenly this mass killer wearing this white-wigged founding father's mask is killing people with a giant gavel. Uh, So... It plays on all the tropes of a slasher movie, and it does a great job paying homage to it because I love those 80s slasher movies, and I think they do a really good job. Actually, even better in terms of, of mimicking the slasher movies than, than the movie Thanksgiving had last November. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 I, I, the, these movies are relatively simple to put together and, and it follows the tropes, but it also makes some twists and turns. It, it plays around with the genre and it plays around with convention. And I can appreciate that. So the people who make this movie certainly have a love for slasher movies. And so that's what kind of makes this one work the best. OK, so Founders Day. How do we feel, rock or not? I'm going to say that Founders Day rocks, especially for horror fans. All right, Kevin Carr, have a great weekend, man. Thank you. All right, have a good week. Fun 107, Sabrina Carpenter, and that's her new one called Feather. We brought her to uh, Barrett's Ale House a few years back. That was before she became the uh, the blonde girl in the song uh, from... <laughs> Driver's License, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. But uh, there she is. She's back, and her new song is called Feather. You heard it first on Fun 107. Bill Devitt mentioned it in his newscast this morning, but we got to talk about this new bill that was just passed working to ban cat declawing, which this needs to happen. Absolutely. So this is, uh, I think, our local Senator Mark Montigny uh, working on this, if I'm not mistaken. So it is the uh, office of Senator Mark C. Montigny that had a bill looking to ban cat declawing. So declawing is a barbaric practice. Mm-hmm. That is the easiest way to describe it. Uh, Senator Mark Montigny saying that uh, most veterinarians view this as inhumane. So when you think about what it is, it is basically uh, like taking the... It's like cutting off each finger at the last knuckle if you're a human. So it's like taking a, a, your finger chopping it off and a lot of people do it for the sake of their furniture yeah okay so i think also a lot of people think it's just like their nails right it's not so it's not just their nails you are literally taking off a part of their foot basically it's crazy uh physical side effects from declawing include uh acute and chronic pain improperly healed wounds sudden loss of blood impaired immune response uh, behavioral side effects, biting, increased likelihood of urinating or defecating outside of the litter box, basically turning on their owners because they're so upset. Uh, declawing of cats does not improve the human-animal bond and often results in serious medical and behavioral problems, said Allison Blanc, who is the director of advocacy at the Animal Rescue League of Boston. Uh, so Senator Mark Montigny leading the way in hopes of getting this bill where it would ban cat declawing in the state of Massachusetts unless it is need for, needed for medical reasons. For the cat? For the cat. Yeah. The Senate approved it. So now it is on to the House. It's on to Cincinnati. It is on <laughs> to Cincinnati to make it official. 
Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's in the works. It is on its way, which is fantastic. I am so excited. I mean, I I'm looking at my two little kitties in my phone right now, and I'm like. Guys, we won! <laughs> like, I, I can't wait to tell them later. They're gonna be happy. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, if you're if you have a house cat that gets loose, they have no way to defend themselves. Yep. Yeah. If they don't have nails, right? Terrible. You know. Well, not only that, you chopped off their paw <laughs> for the sake of your couch. Like, sure. come on. So, who does this though? If the vets are not in favor of it, where would you right. bring the, the the cat to have this done? Well, I think it's a case of they're not in favor of it, but it's not illegal. So, so they'll do it. So I they don't think, believe in it, but they'll do it. Right. I think the case is like some veterinarians will do it, some won't type of thing, you know. Um, Maybe yeah. try to talk you out of it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Kind of, it reminds me of how some dog owners will clip the dog's ears. I don't get you that. Know? Like, I'm sure. I always thought that the Dobermans had those ears, but I no. guess they, you have to have that done. Yeah. So I I'm never sure, knew that. I'm sure there's veterinarians that aren't like cool with that whereas some will do it type of thing yeah you know so this is uh on its way it's breaking ground i mean I, I i don't see why this wouldn't be passed you know i just wish it happened a little sooner now it's one thing you you can trim the nails correct oh, definitely. that's okay that's absolutely yeah, that's yeah i know it's different, different but i'm just making sure because that is yeah that's completely different that's I, like I you and that. i trimming our nails <laughs> yeah although so. my dog might disagree with you <laughs> oh, yeah. it's the end of the world. <laughs>